What's going on, everybody? Eric Lindquist at Stochastic here on the Odd Chopper channel coming to you with another edition of Lindy's Leans, Lights, and Motherfucking Locks. Hit that like button, subscribe button, notification bell goes a long way for me on this video. goes a long way for you. That way you become a prize whenever great content is going live here at our little neck of the YouTube woods. How you like them apples? As they would say in the great, great film that is Goodwill Hunting, uh, it felt good to smash a card. Finally, getting back on track to smashing the Bogdanovich thing was absolutely ridiculous. Seeing 22 uh, knocked down. I ended up on the over of two and a half threes there as well. Pretty heavy on it. Hopefully you did too. Great to have Lord Bojan. Hopefully you saw what I saw, which is he's a very competent basketball player and probably one of the more underrated players that exists in the NBA. He's on a dog shit basketball team. There's no way if sands or butts. I'm actually going to be sad and rude the day that he gets traded because it's going to be hard to figure out that role with another team. But he is that dude for Detroit. He was when healthy last year, obviously played a lot without Cade Cunningham, but even next to Cade Cunningham looked pretty good tonight, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. 20 plus cash that one. If you did the single game parlay, 17 and a half ended up being his prop. And we smashed that minus 105, 20 plus. I saw people who got upwards of plus 145 on that at points in time today. Great to see those single game parlays. And Hey, a lot of people smartly single game parlaying that with the two and a half threes. We're the two plus or three plus threes. Love to see it, but that wasn't it. Luka Doncic which the, with the first half triple-double. Really glad that that was on the card. If you listen to the analysis, you knew that as soon as that number dropped, you needed to bet it. These are the things that I try to do here on this program for you. And hey, sometimes we end up reaping the rewards of it. And, you know, there are times where we got kicked in the teeth. But it is nice to bounce back in a big, big way. Now, check out BetMGM. We'll talk about them here in the midway point. But first, Odd Shopper friends, this isn't some magic trick that I'm pulling here, trying to just pull numbers out of thin air. It's a market-based approach. Yes, I have my projections and the things that I do over at Stochastic as well. It's phenomenal, phenomenal being able to combine the two for the process. But I got to tell you, $20 used to just be the Discord alone. And now you're getting the Discord in addition to the OS premium tools that were upwards of $200 a month. You're now getting it for $15 a week, $49.95 for the month. It is unbelievable the slash cut that the prices took for the OS premium tools. But here's the thing. We wanted more people to use them. They're too powerful. They're too damn good. And they're helping people win too much money to not make it accessible to the entire public here. So $14.95 for the week. You'll also be able to jump into Discord. Ask me, Greg Ehrenberg, lots of other pieces. Plus, hit the next slide, producer Jacob. We got all in one package. You get 20% off of that your first month or your first week. 20% off using promo code Lindy right now. So get those expert picks. My card seems like it's going pretty well. Discord friends. Yes, myself, Isaiah Suarez. Guys you know and love. Your Ben Raza, Greg Ehrenberg. So many people here at the Odd Shopper channel, as well as the premium tools, the parlay builder, the prize picks and underdog, which by the way, both cards that I posted over on the Twitters, over on X, smash today. Love to see it because tomorrow, the debut of Lindy's Pick'em Locks. Yes, LPL, you can utilize that uh, promo code now starting at underdog and prize picks coming to a theater near you. Uh, actually, no, it's just on my ex, at Eric Lindquist. It's just my name. You can wear it out. Just search for it. Anywho, I'm just all in my feelings here, but also a longer intro because only two games on the card yet again. Third time in four days, just two games because the playing tournament continues, but this time... It's heading out to Vegas. Yeah, where I was last weekend for the Pac-12 championship. That was, it was a lot of fun. I had a blast, but football game, 
it was a fantastic football game. Everything was fantastic about the weekend, just the wrong team won. No, the right team won. Washington played way better. But friends, producer Jacob, he's excited. He's stoked. I was a little bit late today. And he's a little bit mad. We're gonna get ourselves the heck up out of here, friends. But he's got some basketball to watch tomorrow out in Vegas. I'm excited for my dude to be able to attend the games. Get up the heck up out of here. We'll record this one nice and early for you, or like tomorrow night I'll record it. We'll talk about it after the program, friends. Nice to have a nice video for once in my GD life. Let's get to the picks. Uh, might have missed the boat on this one, but again, early afternoon basketball. Pretty wild what the schedule looks like for tomorrow. If you are not aware, it locks early. 2 p.m. West Coast time. Again, that's going to be Nevada. And you're talking 5 p.m. Eastern time for that. And then 9 p.m. Eastern time, 6 p.m. Pacific there for that New Orleans and Los Angeles game. But we begin with Indy and Milwaukee. And there were people clamoring, being like, oh, you should be happy the Lakers got in because Boston didn't get in in the East. I love Boston. I know producer Jacob would have preferred to see Boston in person in attendance there in Vegas tomorrow. But this game is outrageous. It is offense on crack. Pacers-Milwaukee already been bet up from an opening number, 246.5, up into 254.5. We might have missed the boat on that one. And in fact, it makes me have a little bit of FOMO, but I had to break this down because I just couldn't believe what I was looking at. And I knew this line dropped yesterday, but 11 games. Glad that I prioritized that on Wednesday and that, you know, if I end up missing out on the over here, it's such as life. But these are relative to closing numbers. Check this out. The Indiana Pacers this season, they we know that they bring pace to the table in some capacity, right? Like we, we, we're, we're aware of that by now. I hope we're aware of that by now. But 254 and a half, 255, I mean, these are starting to be normal things that we're seeing on a day-to-day -day basis for Indy because on the season, 16 and three to the over. These are closing lines. Against the over-unders, the, the, the posted numbers, the Pacers games have gone over 16 of their 19 games. Do you know how absurd that is? And I mean, part of that is just how insanely efficient one Tyrese Halliburton has been, which I think offensively, we have to talk about him with what he's done in the same vein as Nikola Jokic, which sounds insane, weird to even have it come out of my mouth and, and feel like you actually believe it. But last year, he was 99th percentile already in offensive uh, plus minus, plus 5.6. He was pretty flat defensively. This season, he's been flat out bad defensively. This entire Pacers team has been. That's why you're seeing insane pace, insane games. And yet, they're a team with a winning record. And not just a, a winning record, but 11 and 8. Like, they're decent enough here. They're the one team that you could call, quote unquote, sneak into this one. Although, New Orleans, they have a worse record at 12 and 10. We'll get to them. I'm very curious what you guys think about that game. But... 16 and three to the over is absurd. So with that in mind, Tyrese Halliburton being the worst defender on the floor for the Pacers, which is hard to do when you have Buddy Heald next to you. I got to tell you, Damian Lillard becomes the first lean. And for those joining the program yesterday into today, and you're like confused looking at this, I do a lean like lock. And I do have a lean like lock from every single one of these games going into tomorrow. And it's basically saying, this is something I'm thinking about firing up. This is inside of minus 110 over at Caesars Sportsbook, which again is a really great sportsbook to be betting at over in the desert. But over 27 and a half here feels like a pretty low number. And you have to look at everything with a grain of salt. If this game goes completely ballistic, if we see it completely shoot out here in this spot, doesn't Damian Lillard come along for the ride? 
I think he does, but there's just one guy that I can't drop from my card. And in fact, he is going to be your lock from the same team. Spoiler alert. But Damian Lillard, we know that the usage is going to be there. We know he's going to get all the opportunity and all the land. It's just a question of how much do I want to invest in numbers that have already had a little bit of time to really be captured. If, you know, these lines have been out for a little bit longer. It feels as though they've kind of been bet into these pockets already, but there's one that I think is just inefficient, and that's more of a projection basis. So oh, Damian Lillard, over 27 and a half points, as good of a matchup as you could ask for, and I don't know if you're aware. Damian Lillard's pretty good at basketball. This Milwaukee team starting to fire on all cylinders. As for the like category here, Buddy Heal just talked about him a second ago, talked about, well, he's not a very good defender. He's actually been better the last two years, if that counts for anything. He used to be a fifth percentile, 16th percentile in 2022 during the middle of that trade. But last two years, the Pacers have figured out ways to make him useful on the defensive end of the floor. 59th percentile and 61st percentile estimated plus minus. Part of that is he's never really playing with the ball in his hands. He's playing off the ball, knockdown shots. You can offensively kind of just go about your business. You don't have to exert as much effort there. And if you want to play for this Pacers team, you better bring something defensively because Tyrese Halliburton, that's not what he's asked to do, nor should he be asked to do it with how good he is there. That's why they brought in a Bruce Brown. That's why they have Benedict Matherin, who's terrible at defense. That's why he's not seeing the floor as much here. But that's specifically why they have Aaron Neesmith, who I'm sure Celtics fans miss out on a little bit. 72nd percentile estimated plus man is on that end of the floor. And so far this season, outrageously uh, crazy effective field goal percentage, 66.9%, 67.4%. Considering he's never been over 60% in his career, I don't expect that to maintain. But playing alongside Halliburton on this offense, that's going to do magical, magical things for you. But Buddy Heald. Said he's going to play off the ball to a certain extent. He still ran into some of these turnover problems. And this is just a little bit of a sprinkle. This isn't even a half unit play for me. This was simply like, a, I want to have, you know, 25, 30 bucks on something just to be able to give you a like in this category. So I hope you're listening and not just fast forwarding through and seeing what I picked and then putting a half unit or a unit on this because I don't view it like this. But it's plus 130 at BetMGM on the over of one and a half turnovers for Buddy Heald. It's an up and pace basketball game, one of the highest totals of the entire season. And you're getting a guy in Buddy Heald who turns the ball over one time per game. Now, okay, it's actually one and a half times per game. So this is something that you could probably go to half unit on uh, because I just misread that as it is. But one and a half turnovers per game. And that's where the line set at. Anytime you see that, you got to just understand that, of course, there's a range of outcomes thing. There's a mean median thing. And then also there's other pieces of this rotation that have started to join more for more minutes, have been healthier. Outside of Jalen Smith, this is an indie team that is healthy. But Buddy Heald should still see the floor enough here. And at plus 130, we'll just have a little salt bay on that one. So Buddy Heald over one and a half turnovers. Didn't expect that on the card, did you? I didn't either. But we head to the lock portion of the program. Think about who is in Vegas for this one. Indy's kind of the new hot girl in town, and it is what it is. But Giannis has been around the block here for a little while. There's not a lot that Giannis or LeBron James or Anthony Davis haven't achieved, but this is the first of something. The first of an in-season tournament. The guy who can score at will against anybody draws a defensive matchup of the Pacers. Miles Turner's pretty competent on the defensive end of the floor. We know that by now. I'm, on, I'm in love with him, but like, there's Brooke Lopez you have to account for as well. And Aaron Neesmith, maybe he has to be playing some more minutes here. Not 
This is just a wild spot where there's not many matchups where Giannis isn't going to succeed, but this one specifically, I would bet Giannis up to 34 and a half, 35 points, and he's sitting at 32 and a half right now. Minus 110 at DraftKings. Just lock it. Again, this, this, this is the guy who's going to shoot the ball the most on the floor out of anybody. So bet him to do something that, again, you want to be the first to win the thing. They're four and a half point favorites. Giannis is going to go berserk on the offensive end of the floor and get whatever he wants at the rim. So enjoy it, friends. This is 32 and a half. Uh, yeah, full unit send. Enjoy. We carry on our merry way. Oh, first, BetMGM. Look at that beautiful face. BetMGM, my friends, if you're heading out to the desert, to Nevada, or if you're in Arizona, if you're in any legal betting state where BetMGM is available, there is a great deal at the video description box down below for you. You can claim up to $1,500 in bonus bets depending on which state you're in. Two months of Odd Shopper tools and Discord access that I talked about earlier. That is all coming just for the price of signing up. Yeah, check out BetMGM and all the ridiculous offers they have for you down there. And again, two months of Odd Shopper tools and Discord access. Two months, 60 days, leading you throughout the rest of this NFL season. Leading you just about up to the Super Bowl, but the lines will probably drop by then. You'll be able to utilize all of that information. And hey, this is a damn good sports book. You have your DraftKings. You have your FanDuel. Add BetMGM to the party down in the link below. If you're 21 and over, if you have a gambling problem, please call or text 1-800-GAMBLER. To the last game of the night we go. To the last game of the night we go. The New Orleans Pelicans taking on the Los Angeles Lakers. And it's going to be like 75-80% Lakers fans. 10-15% locals. And then a couple of New Orleans people. Maybe locals of Vegas that are going to... All I know is the Lakers don't have to travel far. The fan base doesn't. And this team specifically doesn't. And it's got LeBron James and Anthony Davis taking on... A murderer's row now. I really like what we're seeing here from the Pelicans of late. They've been very, very nice to be betting. We took them against Sacramento as a lock. Nice to cash that ticket. That's for sure. Actually, we've been running pretty good here this week. I'm, I'm very happy about the turnaround this week. Guess you just need to go to Vegas for a little refresher and like, dice were hot. Dice were hot. Sports hated me last week, though. There's no doubt about it. But this week, friends, new story. We turned the page, and we have had some winning tickets. Let's keep that going here. As you break down both of these teams, the Lakers, I really like what we saw out of their closing units, specifically getting Austin Reeves on the floor. But it's almost like somebody said that's what they were going to do because I did throw that out there. was happy that from a DFS angle, from a, from a fantasy angle, playing over on DraftKings FanDuel, talking through it over on the Stochastic YouTube channel, was able to capitalize on that. I had no D'Angelo Russell. Was very happy to get away from that play because Dennis Schroeder, we saw him ascend into the starting line. It played D'Angelo Russell off the floor because of what he can do defensively and what D'Angelo Russell can't do defensively. Plus, when you're talking about one-game scenarios, you don't need him on the floor sharing ball-handling duties with LeBron James. LeBron James can do just fine dribbling the basketball himself. Austin Reeves can create in some of those spots. Pick and pop, much better. Well, D'Angelo Russell is a good three-point shooter. But if he's not knocking down shots early, you're going to see the same damn thing where it's going to be Austin Reeves. And in fact, the books went from 25.5 last time around to 21.5 for his PRA for this game. And I'm still contemplating the under. Yes, you heard me. Contemplating it. That's why it goes into the lean category. We're going to lean the direction of under 21.5 PRA here. In addition to the over of 22.5 PRA for Austin Reeves. Again, 
this is correlated in some way, shape, and form in my brain because, well, his minutes are going to be directly, it's it's going to be a whole thing here. So D'Angelo Russell, doubt you're going to see him playing alongside Austin Reeves. I don't know how they survived that in a closing lineup going up against great defenders in Herbert Jones, Trey Murphy. You know, you, you, just depends how they want to close out. Jonas Valanciunas could be in the closing lineup too and just play the regular starting five there. Zion Williamson, CJ, uh, CJ McCollum, and Brandon Ingram, we know they're going to close. But then Herbert Jones, Trey Murphy, Jonas Valanciunas, I think there's some variability between those three. Could just be hot hand approach. Could be who the Lakers decide to close with. So a lot of interesting narratives that I'm kind of staring at when I look and try to go out projecting this one. But as we head to the light category, New Orleans plus one and a half. I get a point and a half here at pretty standard minus 105, like inside of the minus 110 number. I think this is worth it. If you wanted to go money line, sounds great. And somebody was giving me a bunch of shit the other night because I locked Golden State, the money line, instead of the plus two and a half or plus one and a half that it closed at, they lose by one or whatever that was. I can't even remember the exact scenario. Anyway, I could pull it up on my sheet. Doesn't matter. What I'm getting at is that I'm going to take the plus one and a half here, considering the standard juice here. Might as well just play to the close game narrative here. But I do think this Pelicans team, in its current construction, is better than the Lakers. The Lakers are 13 to nine, but their adjusted net rating, negative 0.2. That's down there in the doldrums a little bit further than you'd want to see in New Orleans. Well, they've gotten exponentially healthier here, getting CJ McCollum back into the into the mix. They're a plus one there in adjusted net rating, which I will repeat for the people who care about such things. We're talking about the net points per 100 possessions adjusted for strength of schedule. That's what that means. And then adjusted defensive rate, they're going to get better. I want to get better. And the Lakers are sitting at 19th in adjusted offensive rating. And again, Russell, you just can't have on the floor if he's not playing defense at the end of these scenarios in single elimination games. You can have him during a regular season. Give me some offense, you know, do whatever. But it is what it is. Anywho, a little bit undervalued ever so slightly here. Half unit on the Pelicans plus one and a half. But we head to the lock. And this is my favorite play of the entire day. It is. And it's not where you would expect it to be. I brought up his name earlier. I doubt people flagged it. But he's back into the mix. And he's somebody that I do project to be playing around 32 minutes in a competitive spot here. We just saw those minutes increased last time around. It's Trey Murphy the third. I have been obsessed with this kid since he came into the NBA. There's one thing you can't have enough of in the NBA. And that's wings. Wings who can shoot a basketball. And Trey Murphy can certainly freaking do that. Last season, 5.8 estimated win share. That's 84th percentile in the NBA. He had a 66.2% true shooting percentage, 93rd percentile, 61.1% effective field goal percentage. You know what? That effective field goal percentage has been better through two games this season, 63.5%. He's just a knockdown dude in the corner. When you have McCollum and Zion creating, and Brandon Ingram creating, on the offensive end, there are a lot of open looks to be had. Now, this Lakers team, a lot of their wings, aside from one LeBron James, their main job on the floor, whether it's Torian Prince or Cam Reddish, is to play defense. You're not asked to do a whole lot offensively other than knock down the open shot or two. But you know who can actually knock down the open shot or two? It's Trey freaking Murphy the third. He's at a 22.2% usage now in these first two games and... 
they've had the entire gambit there. So that's a much higher usage than we saw last year, where he averaged 16.1 on the, uh, well, they didn't average. He had a 16.1% usage rate is the right way of looking at that. Yes, you get Jose Alvarado back. He's going to play his minutes, but we've seen Hawkins just eliminated from this rotation because that's how good this young kid is. You just you just play Trey Murphy the third. And if you're going to play Trey Murphy the third, and we're going to see north of a 20% usage rate in 30 plus minutes, this line shouldn't be even money at 12 and a half points. It shouldn't. 16, 16 and a half. I mean, this is just a smash play. Full units end. I'm thinking about a little bit more, but I'm nervous by the time that this gets posted, released. People maybe see what I'm seeing. Do you see what I see? Christmas scene. You can wrap it all together. Waking up in Vegas with more money in your pocket after Trey Murphy knocks down. Well, just get to 13. That's all I care about. 12 and a half points, friends. Lock it in. Favorite play of the day here. Go Pelicans on Thursday. And that does it for another edition of Lindy's Leans, Likes, and Locks. You know what to do. Go to the comment section below. Let me know the fact that you're happy with me for once. These are good things. Turning it around. I've been working my ass off trying to make sure that I'm giving you the best plays every single day. And I give them to you from a betting perspective here. I'm going to give them to you from a projection basis over in the Pick'em Street. So check out Lindy's Pick'em Locks. LPL. I'm going to be firing it up over on X, over on TikTok. You can follow me at Lindy's Locks. Maybe I changed that one. I will decide. Anywho, going to update the very first short. It's going to be quick. It's going to be easy. Going to have prize picks underdog at your disposal. So enjoy that, my friends. Check out BetMGM and the Betting Streets. Check out everything we have going here at Stochastic and Odd Chopper. And again, Odd Chopper, $14.95 now for the week. Getting in that Discord, in addition to the most powerful betting tool you can have for the market-based approach from sportsbook to sportsbook, can group it by your state, all the tools to help make you a successful sports better. Thank you, Producer Jacob. Hope you enjoy the game. Sorry your Celtics aren't there, but you're going to see two doozies, my friend. Until next time. I'm Eric Lindquist. Best of luck in the NBA streets for the play-in tournament on Thursday.